Finding order in chaos. Day twenty-five. Small role, big mission. By this stage of our retreat, you can certainly understand the importance of esteem to all Christians who strive to follow Christ in all they do, especially those who have devoted themselves to evangelization. Or those who serve in the church. In truth, the brief dialogues between Jesus and his friends Martha and Mary have provided us a space for in-depth reflections. This episode invites us to take a deeper dive into its meaning. If you have been following this retreat since the beginning, you may notice that your life has begun to change. In your interactions with others, your relationship with God, some adjustments in your daily habits, or even in your attitude towards others and life, and in your mentality. No matter how big or small are your improvements, let us give thanks and praise God. These are all evidence of the Holy Spirit working in you. However. If you have not noticed any changes in your life, please don't give up. Perhaps you feel depressed because of the dire situations of the world and the society. Perhaps you need time to deal with your own emotional baggage, or feel that you are not talented enough to do the greater works of God. Or you may not feel a close relationship with God, which makes it more difficult. To hear his personal invitation to you, some Christians may have the misconception that God either does not use us, or when He does, He wants us to accomplish the greater works. We need to understand that, since God is all powerful, He really has no need for us to do anything. He can easily accomplish His entire plan. Indeed, it is not God who needs our strength and ability to accomplish His work, but He wants us to be sanctified, individually and collectively, through the work and our experiences of working through it. Therefore, it really doesn't matter what our capabilities are. However. If we remain confused about this central idea, we will never be inclined or dare to accept God's invitation of becoming His instrument. Let us examine this example. When God wants to lead a prodigal son home, other than the son's family, God often works through His friends, who may be able to talk and share experiences with Him. God may even reach out to the Son through some seemingly unrelated people or things, just as in the parable of the prodigal son, God works through the nameless citizen of that country, who hires a young man to feed the pigs, to give a nudge to the prodigal son. This clueless citizen turns out to be God's powerful tool in saving the prodigal son. Who finally returns to his father's house? 
this example reveals the truth that, though it is impossible for us to fully understand the entirety of God's plan, this does not affect how God uses us to serve Him and His beloved. The key lies in whether we are willing to open our hearts to humbly welcome God's commissioning for us, and to complete whatever mission He desires, no matter how big or small. We should not worry about the results, but put our best foot forward to complete the duties of the moment. You may be the one hundredth collaborator in God's plan, however. Without the first ninety-nine, you may not be able to fulfill your share of the responsibilities. Contrarily, if you are unwilling to do your share, the one hundred and first person may not even be able to commence his or her part. Therefore, any missing parts in the process—that is, anyone who is unwilling to participate or put in their best efforts. Will definitely stall God's plan for completing the greater works. Each one of us is a piece of the puzzle in God's project of hope. It only takes one missing piece to ruin the entire picture. Therefore, we can never underestimate ourselves and the role to which God has called us. In God's eyes, each one of us. Is indispensable. We are precious, lovely, useful, and important. How blessed and honored are we to be of use to God? We really have no reason to say no to God. Regarding God's invitation, do you feel that you are overqualified or underqualified? For example, does your decision of accepting or rejecting the invitation depend on how big the job is or its nature? When God invites you, either directly or indirectly, have you ever rejected it because you feel that the job has nothing to do with you, or is your acceptance or rejection based on your personal preference?
reflecting on the work in which you had participated in the past. Do you feel that you are one of the many collaborators in God's plan, or a lone ranger in your participation? My beloved Father in heaven, through today's reflection, thank you for helping me understand your reason for calling me and the ways through which you invite me. I admit that I have been too proud and believed that I could understand your ways. Because of that, I have often misread your heart and have rejected your many invitations. Thus. Missing the opportunities to learn and to be sanctified, I know that I need to learn from the humble heart of Jesus, to shift my focus from the importance or greatness of the job, and not to make decisions based on my will and preference, so that I won't ruin your master plan and your plan for me. Father, I put myself in your hands. Please send me in whatever ways you desire. For this, I pray in the holy name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen.